0: This is Fresh Air. I'm Dave Davies, senior writer for the Philadelphia Daily News, filling in for Terry Gross. For the past several years, the world has watched the civic and economic disintegration of the African nation of Zimbabwe under the rule of dictator Robert Mugabe. Our guest, Peter Thornycroft, is one of the few independent journalists who's watched the events from inside Zimbabwe. Thornycroft was born and raised in the country when it was the white-ruled nation of Rhodesia. She continued to report on the country's crisis after foreign journalists were expelled, renouncing her British citizenship in 2001 to remain in Zimbabwe. Thornycroft has just received a Lifetime Achievement Award from the International Women's Media Foundation. Robert Mugabe was the leader of one of two black rebel groups that took power from a white supremacist government in 1980. Mugabe soon eliminated his internal opposition and established himself as Zimbabwe's ruler, though the country still goes through the formality of elections. Zimbabwe's current crisis has its root in a sweeping confiscation of white-owned farms that began in 2000. Mugabe's ruling ZANU-PF party initiated the campaign in part to punish an opposition movement led by Morgan Sangarai. As the country's agricultural economy collapsed, inflation soared, I spoke to Pina Thortycroft last week and asked her why food, fuel and other necessities have become so scarce in Zimbabwe lately.
1: In June, the um, outgoing U.S. ambassador to Zimbabwe, Christopher Dell, made a statement that Zimbabwe's rampant inflation would totally collapse the economy by year end. The military, who really run President Robert Mugabe and run policy got a real panic. They interpreted this as a Western plot to effect regime change. That's what they say. And so they immediately set up a price task force and they froze prices as of June the 18th with about 8,000% inflation. That's at the official rate. It meant that within a few days, uh, prices for retail goods, were 50% below the cost of production. The supermarkets were faced with no local goods. There were still some imported goods in some of the upmarket supermarkets, but really 99.999% of people can't afford to buy those goods. In the re- regular supermarkets throughout the country, the following items were missing. Cooking oil, margarine, butter, sugar, flour, meat, excepting a little bit of pork, bread, and all dairy products. So all the basic essentials for nutrition were missing. There were some fruit and vegetables... and